Warning. This podcast may contain spoilers from whatever TV show or movie is mentioned. Please listen at your own discretion. Welcome to Viewers Anonymous. What's going on? I'm your main man, Scoots Bryson. And I am S. Foster, and you are tuned in to Viewers Anonymous. Man, how you feeling today? Everything good with you? Man, everything is amazing, bro. I've been on cloud nine these last few weeks, man. You know what I'm saying? Living life till on the edge. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just having an amazing week. Amazing weekends, amazing nights. Everything's just been good, man. Man, that is great to hear, man. Very great to hear, man. And I am, I'm, dude. Listen, I am great, man. Really? Yes, I am. I am great, man. Listen. So yesterday, went and got my uh my my second back shot. You know what I'm saying? So (laughs) fully. That man (laughs) I'm fully vaccinated out here. But let me tell you, now this probably ain't got nothing to do with nothing. Mm -hmm. But I gotta say it. So. I get my vax, you know what I'm saying, all vaxxed up. And, yes, it, you know, I poke my chest out just a little bit because, you know what I'm saying, the FDA approved Pfizer, and I got Pfizer. So got. Like, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, yo, you know what I'm saying? So I feel good. I feel good about it. But this is the thing. This is why I'm great. And it probably ain't got nothing to do with nothing, but I get the yeah. shot yesterday. So you know what I've been complaining about? I've been complaining about my knees. My knees have been giving me hella problems. Mm-hmm. And I've been wearing like a like a like a copper fit type of sleeve on my left knee. Yeah, dude, I ain't need no sleeve today. None of my knees gave me any problems. I was like, "Yo, does this vax help my knees out?" I don't know. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You're not gonna sit here and tell me, bro, that you got the second vaccine shot, and all of a sudden your knee. <laughs> what, what's going on for real, bro? They don't fuck around, get you a shot of cortisone. Oh uh, man, nah, nah. But uh, I know it ain't got nothing to do with that. I just think that I just had a good knees day today. But I have been using that, um, you know, what I'm saying that the CBD shit. Maybe it just took a couple of days for it to kick in, you know, to actually get into my 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 uh, yeah. my tissues and all that type stuff. So it might just be. A little bit of that, but I just want to fuck around with you a little bit as far as uh yeah. as as that man. But yeah, man, I'm I'm uh fully vaxxed out here in these streets, so but but I'm good, man. I'm good. I didn't have I didn't have no issues today. Knees are good. I was like, damn, boy, like I feel good today. What's going on? That's what's so. up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Man, let me tell you something, bro. Let me tell you something. Man, the universe is great, brother. Uh Uh-oh. The universe is great, man. That's all I got to say, bro. The universe is amazing. Let me tell you something. Things things is on the up and up. Okay, yeah. We talked off air, man. We we might have a new little plan in place. Things is on the up and up, bro. Hey, man, that's, that's... And it's a blessing. It's a blessing, like, you know... We don't really get on here and we we don't just like discuss the numbers and shit because it's just like, you know, what's the point? We just we really just trying to get with everything that you're doing, no matter how far up you get, you always want to grow. You know, they're just like I mentioned his name earlier off air, like Rappaport. You know what I'm saying? He jumped off a of luminary. Yeah. He's, uh, he's not on the paywall no more. But I think he knows without that paywall. He got more listeners, so he's growing still. Like he was big, and then it kind of—I'm pretty sure it slowed down a little bit. And then after he left, it blew up. This is my whole thing about Rapport, though. So he had a seven-year anniversary episode. You know what I'm saying? I think it came out yesterday, today or yesterday. And but he's always on there talking about how everybody got a podcast. Everybody and their mama got a podcast. He was like, Man, this is professional podcasting right here. He was like, Man, I've been going for seven years and all this type of shit. And so he was like, every actor, every singer, every comedian, every and then he got into plumbers and all this type of shit. And he's talking about, man, look, if my doctor 
He said, if my doctor had a podcast, I'm going to get in a new doctor. And I'm like, okay. All right, Ralph, push. <laughs> I, I, I love your podcast, but it's like, how do we determine that out of all these people that you said, that you are the professional? Man, like, you know that's he always <laughs> extra stuff, bro. That's what he do best, man. Because it's like, yo, it's like, you just name actors, comedians. You're an actor, comedian. Mm-hmm. So now maybe he's looking at it like I'm taking this shit serious. Because me and you talk about this all the time. Like some yeah. of these motherfuckers, a lot of a lot of the shit that I was listening to, it ain't no more episodes no more. Mm-hmm. It's like as soon as this pandemic, Donnell Rollins show. Ain't Bro, I ain't, yeah, do. I ain't heard nothing from him. Nothing, cause he's back touring again. So he don't. It, it don't even matter to him. Got them. So he kind of just started one, and it's like now that everything is open back up, it's like he don't even post no more episodes no more. Um, there's a couple of other podcasts I can't think off the top of my head, but it's like they started the shit during the pandemic, and it's like, yo, fuck that podcast. You know yeah. what I'm saying? The world is open back up, <clears throat> and that's that's the shit that I've been talking about because they did it just to do it. They they don't have the passion for it like we do. And I think Rappaport actually have a passion for it. Like, he do about two episodes, sometimes three episodes a week. So he has a passion for it. It's just the fact that what makes you a professional, is it because you've been doing it for seven years? It's like, yeah, we've been doing it for four. So it's like, yeah, we ain't on his scale as far as, like, we don't have the listeners and, and, the, and all the shit, but, you know, the back it, like, he has. But at the same time, it's like, with this whole little thing of, I don't know. I just feel like because I'm a podcaster, and when he say that, I just feel like he like directing that shit towards me. And it's like <laughs> this motherfucker don't know who I am. Don't give a damn about no S. Foster. But I just be feeling like, hello, man. Like, what you mean when you say everybody got a podcast and they mama? So it's just like I be feeling the way sometimes, man. And he be saying that, you know, so how he's professional. It's like, man, how you know we ain't professional, right? Shit. But yeah, so. I just went on a rant. I don't even know how the fuck we even got there. So, hey man, it'd be like that. It definitely be like that. So, man, um, today we got, man, this is. Let me tell you something, man. You talking about a very, very good suspense thriller? One that was, um, it was super creative. First off, I got to give them that credit for that because I never expected. Um, Samuel Jackson to be in a role like this. You know what I'm saying? This had a pretty cool cast. You know what I'm saying? Kerry Washington was in it. Um, I forgot the the husband's uh, name. Patrick Wilson. Yeah, uh, he's, up he's at been, the Conjuring. Yep. You know what I'm saying? He's he's been doing his thing, but this has been a pretty. You know what I'm saying? One of them movies that when you watch it, at first you don't know what it's gonna be, and then like once you watch it, you just get right into it. And they keep you, you know what I'm saying, trapped in. Um, but today we are reviewing Lakeview Terrace, man. Um, this is about uh, a multi... Well, I'm, about to, I'm about to say the wrong thing. Uh, interracial couple. Um, they move to a brand new neighborhood and they basically get terrorized by um, a local cop who has a few demons of his own. And um, man, from there on, boy, it just it 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 get to it. It get right to it. It it definitely does. And he, for Sam L to play this character, it I think it fit him for the simple fact of he is very comfortable in his own skin, mm-hmm. and for him to play a LAPD cop. Mm-hmm. And just ready for the smoke. Like he's he is the king of uncomfortable moments. Like that's yeah. all this movie is 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 yeah. uncomfortable moments and he is like Super throbbing in that shit. Like throbbing in it. Like when he first had a conversation with Chris and he's like, Chris is listening to rap music. He was like, yo, he said, You listen to that noise all you want. When you wake up, you're still gonna be white. <laughs> it's like, hey man, hey man, no. When he when he said something about the girl, he was like, yeah. He was like, what? he said, well, you know, we got a lot in common. He's like, yeah, what you got in common? Rap music. 
he was like, <laughs> nah, you know what I'm saying? She don't really like it. He said, well, picture that. <laughs> I'm like, hey, man, I was like, I'm yo, like, yo, come on, fam. Oh, yeah. He was he was the king of uncomfortable. But at the same time, man, like the great kid Cuddy say, you know what I'm saying? Keep your eyes over there. It's get creepy when you stare. But he, man, he was always staring over there, man. It's just like, and I was talking to my old lady. I was like, yo, what, what if we start having housing ho- uh, wars like that, man? Like, we just uh, get a neighbor. It's just like, what the fuck? Uh, like, yeah, that's right, because y'all, y'all get more built. <laughs> man, it's like, yo, it's like, man, what if we slave inside a motherfucker that's just, oh, man. It's just always some kind of mess? But, but nah, it was, um, I, I think that what really took this role over the top was the fact that he was the LAPD cop. Mm-hmm. Because they always got that that aura about them because of the history that they have. Yes. And like how aggressive that they are. And they are the law, so obviously they feel that they are above the law, that they can treat mm-hmm. people any kind of way. And it's like like there was very interesting that there was a lot of incidents where he would just be like, Well, what are you gonna do about it? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like like, hold up, man. It's like, you know I can't do nothing. You the police, man. Mm-hmm. What can I do? Mm-hmm. You know, he was like, here, I'll give you a phone call to cops. I'll tell you who's on duty. So it's like, you you are, you, you're stuck. Like, you in a situation where you can't you can't crawl out of this hole because it's like, if you call the cops and they show up, people be like, yo, I'm a cop. I stay right mm-hmm. here. It's just like that situation where um, when the tires got slashed, yeah, and they called the cops. Oh, you lucky! You you got a cop next door. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yo, this is the motherfucker who did it. Yeah, you know. So it's like you, you, you're trapped. And it's like once you put that investment in getting the house, it's like, yo, like, what are you really going to do? It's like you don't want to take a loss on something like that because of your neighbor. But at the same time, when your neighbor is a cop. And he is comfortable in his own skin. And like you said, he had demons. Because this motherfucker, it was more than the fact of... Okay, let me ask you this. I think that he probably had an issue beforehand. But do you think he got worse when his wife died? Because they don't show that. They don't show his wife at all. Except a picture that he would put on the thing. I thought Vanessa Bell Calloway. I thought that was his wife. No, that was his wife's sister. Okay, okay, that's what. Okay, that's the only thing I was confused about because he was talking to her, and when he was talking to her, I was like, "Why is he? What's the fuck going on?" Okay, so that makes sense now. Okay, so I think the whole losing his wife thing. I don't. I don't think that that was because it seemed like that's just who he is. He just seemed mm-hmm. like a, a straight prick, right? But I think that the way his wife died. Yeah, the car accident. Yeah, being in the car with her boss and all that, knowing that they was cheating. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? Seeing that, because remember later on down the line in the um, in the movie, when they at the bar, they sitting there talking, he mentions that. Mm-hmm. But even then, it made sense as to why he told him, you know, you could listen to that all you want to. At the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? When you wake up in the morning, you're still going to be white. Because I so thought that I, was just odd off the rip for him to even say that. Like, where did that come from? And, you know, I'm thinking that her boss had to be white. Mm, he was. And I think that's the whole thing of why he gave them such a hard time. It, that's what I'm saying. If When you go to the bar scene... When they when them two were sitting in the bar, he was explaining what had happened. Because remember, that's the first time he ever talked about his wife. So he was explaining what had happened. He said, you know, she was on the, the highway with her white boss instead of being at her patient's house, you know what I'm saying, basically Which, doing her nursing job. So, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, and he was, he had, he basically went on a, a whole rant about how, you know what I'm saying, that's what's wrong with you white boys. You guys think you could just take and take and take whatever you want. Cause then he was like, um, cause, uh, I forgot, what's the husband's name? Chris. Chris. Cause Chris had said something to him. And he was like, um, some, some, whatever, Abel. And then he was like, see, 
That's what something about you white boys. All you say is whatever. Cause like you guys just think you guys can go around and just take whatever y'all want. So I think you know what I'm saying him seeing that already gave him a bad taste in his mouth, right? Yeah. Then to turn around and then the wife was talking to the daughter and it was to me it was just like a, a big mix up, you know what I'm saying, of everything. I think at first what it kind of started off as you know what I'm saying? Him seeing them as an interracial couple and not liking that because of what happened. But after a while, when stuff started to get mixed up and everything else, and he got a little too deep into what he was doing, I think that's when he had to, he felt like he had to take it to the next level because he he did some wild stuff. It is very wild stuff, and that, and not only just wild stuff, but childish stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like, yo, why are we? You know, just like the scene where. When they finally got fed up, this is my thing. Number one, mm-hmm. instead of buying all those trees, just buy a, get a privacy fence put up. For number one, I don't know why the fuck you gonna just get some bushes and think that's gonna take care of everything. But so you get these bushes, and this motherfucker gets out a damn chainsaw and starts mm-hmm. cutting them down. And he's like, "Okay, well I'm cutting down the ones that lean over into my yard," which is fine because if they right. leaning over in your yard, all right, cool. Right. But the but to sit there and and talk the way you talking and act the way you acting and y'all poking yeah. each other with sticks and stuff. It's like, come on, man, this shit is childish as fuck. It was it's just like, it's, but I'm it's but that's how people like it's it's people that's really like that about their property, bro. Like I I grew up in um I grew up in a neighborhood like it was this one dude on the corner. He would get mad when you walk through his grass. And it's like, yeah, your grass ain't even that. Don't even look that good, my that's, guy. That's what, it not, not even that. It's grass, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> I can see, see if it was, you know what I'm saying, like you just got your sidewalk redone and it ain't it ain't dry yet. No, bro, it's, it's grass, bro. I'm cutting yeah. through here three steps. I really, I ain't even walking. I'm running. So I'm probably taking four steps through your whole yard. I'm just trying Dude. to get to where I got to go, bro. Dude, they like that, man. I none deliver. I none. I none deliver some packages, and people was like, "Can you walk on the sidewalk and not walk on my grass the next time?" Yeah, like, people. People are like that. I'm telling you, they they are like that. But it was just like, yo, like that was that was mad childish for you yeah. to pull that move like that. And I think the whole thing of him growing up in South Central, because see, this is the thing about Abel. You have to really think about where he comes from. And what he's actually doing, because it's like when he had his conversation with his partner, you know what I'm saying? First of all, shout out to Jay Hernandez. But when he was talking to um, Javier about, he said that he was going to take the detective uh, detective test. Mm -hmm. And he's like, he was like, I don't want to be doing this when I'm, and he looked at him and he was like, oh shit, (laughs) you always fuck me. (laughs) You still doing this shit. Yeah. It's just it's the fact of why are you still a patrol cop at this age? Well, I I see I see the point he was trying to make, and I see what you're saying. But it was it's weird. That's why I said it was Sam Jackson being in this role, bro. It was weird because it was like <laughs> he was like an evil version of Shaft. <laughs> <laughs> Like it was, it's just weird, man. Cause like he was, um, all right. So you remember, you remember the scene where uh, somebody called the police and they had to go to the apartments, and he was telling dude, you know what I'm saying? He talking to dude and he trying to get um, Javier to assess the situation. So when Javier looked in the window, he like gun. You know what I'm saying? They move out the way, dude. Shot. So he finally chased dude down or whatever. And dude, he's about to kill himself or whatever. So he talked him down. And then he grabbed the shotgun. But when he grabbed it, instead of taking it from him, he pumped the shotgun. Do it, motherfucker. Like, yeah, he like, do it. Nah, you big and bad. Do it. Nah, you got it, right? And he's like, no, nah, man. He start crying and stuff. And then he just get to beating him down and be like, you take care of your son. Yeah, I'm it's like. like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, fam. Like, that, it, it just confused me because I'm like. You did all that just to be like, take care of your kids? You could have just told the man to take care of his kids. Yeah. He, it seemed like he had some mental issues as well. And then and then what he was doing with his kids, don't get me wrong. It's not bad, and it's not being a bad parent. Right. But at the same time, it's like you don't want to drive your kids away 
away from you to a point where they don't even want to fuck with you because like when the girl was like, I ain't doing nothing. You're not doing what? You're not doing anything. And it's just like, okay, I get it. That's the proper way to speak. Mm -hmm. And I get you came from the hood. You came from South Central and you want your kids to make it in a society that's different than what you grew up in. I get that. But at the same time, the approach that he was taking, like he was, he was losing his daughter. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I understand that you, at the time, I think that what he was trying to do was prepare them for a world be, because you looked at where they stayed and I'm pretty sure that they went to a good school district and all of that yeah. type shit. I think he was trying to prepare them to succeed in a, a quote-unquote white world and and not fall into that trap of what I grew up in. Mm-hmm. And But I think that his parenting tactic was it was just a little too harsh. Because like like I say, is it is it rude to wear your headphones at the table? Yes. Mm-hmm. But it's just like the, the way he went about it was kind of like, okay, dude, like you know, like, cause she was like, you know, aunt, cause see, remember the aunt that was Vanessa uh, Calloway. Mm-hmm. Cause she was like, she was the one who gave it to her. Remember when she came to pick the kids up, he gave her the, uh, yeah, the, iPod, yeah. the uh, what they call those things back then? God damn. iPod. iPod, yeah. Mm-hmm. Gave her the iPod. It was like, you, she can, you know, be brain dead at your house or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I, I just felt that it seemed like his mental health was going all over the place because that scene with that guy, it's like, you know, it was like he was like two or three different people. And it it, it was just, he was just a, a very, very yes. odd, uncomfortable character. And I think that when you look at somebody like Sam L, I think that he could pull that off, even though we haven't seen him in that, in that t- exact type of role. Right. But... Yeah. He pulled it off, though. I mean, he he pulled it off definitely, man. Mm-hmm. He really did. But, he really did. But man, we we still got to talk about uh, we still got to talk about Kerry Washington for a second, man. You know what I'm saying? Listen, Kerry, the the beautiful Kerry Washington. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Shout out to the uh the nominee Austin Y. Even though they look more like brothers and sisters than a couple, but that's a whole nother thing. Hey man, man I'm the awesome one. You talking about getting the interception, brother? <laughs> let, me tell you, let me tell you, that boy got a pick six for real. You, man, I'm telling you, he, he, he really did. Took, he that took to the that house. one all the way, boy. You took the words right nope. out. I just got to say, he took that one all the way to the house, boy. Hey, no blemishes. Nobody touched him. Mm-mm. Um, but listen, uh, Lisa. Okay. We gotta talk about this. Okay. As beautiful and as great of an actress as she is, mm-hmm. these goddamn faces she be making, man. She gotta stop. Nah, man, I'm with that. I, I wasn't mad at him. I'm mad at him, man. Like her face, but she's distraught. <laughs> uh, it's, listen, man, she's so fine, but she whatever she do, she got it, man. Yo, but nah, but on on a serious note, so. Abel come up with a plan because a neighbor was having some kind of party and Lisa's at home by herself. Now, there was a scene where, like, the first time they show him on the job, they meet up with Clarence. And Clarence is the the, the neighborhood snitch, basically. Mm-hmm. And so they run up on him and, you know, he's talking shit to him. And then this is the thing. He's like, yo, you know, stop fucking around with those little girls and Little shit like that, and he was like, "Yo, if they got this, they could be scratched, whatever." All this little shit, but anyway, they gave him some. He gave Clarence gave him some information on a murder or something. Yeah, it was a murder. He said, uh, "He said I I know where somebody." Well, he said, "I know who killed that dude last week or whatever." He asked him for the address. He said he didn't know it. Y'all cops, y'all can figure it out. So obviously, they got a <clears throat> working relationship. Yeah. So fast forward. Back to where Chris and Abel's at the party. Lisa's at home. He sends Clarence over mm-hmm. to... I don't know what he sent Clarence over there to necessarily do. I don't know if he wanted... I think he just wanted Clarence to rough her up. I don't know if he Man, I really wanted him to 
But that's that to me. That's where he went overboard, and from that point on, bro, it was a slippery slope. Man, it, it was yes, very slippery. Mm-hmm. Um, black ice out here, man. Uh, sky high, goody mob. For real. So, so they go over. It it didn't go because I think what she did, she made the alarm go off. So Chris and Abel's running, and he's like, yo, let me go in first. <laughs> Abel's like, let me go in first. Mm-hmm. So he knew he had to kill him. Yep. And what he ended up fucking up at was, I got to get the phone. And so he tried to get the phone, but all the neighbors ran, mm-hmm. ran in because he, he killed him. He shot him in the pool. And so basically, Lisa took a beat down. Yep. But I would I would give Lisa this though. I would give Lisa this. Because when I first saw this movie, like because this came out in, in 2008. Yep. So I probably saw it around the time 2009, somewhere around there. And the whole scene where where Abel let them cops have that bachelor party over at his place. Mm-hmm. And so they turn the music up loud as fuck, three o'clock in the morning, Chris goes over. So they forced Chris to the ground, had these strippers get him a lap dance while he's on the ground. So Abel thought it was going to be a smart idea to send over the DVD of the girls dancing on Chris. But Lisa ain't no dummy. Mm -hmm. She seen that he was being restrained. He was not enjoying himself down there on the floor. Yeah, and she came out and she gave Abel a mean mug, and she didn't go back to Chris because you know, you know, some girls gonna be like, "Oh, really?" So that's what you was over there doing, huh? So that's why you was over there so long. You was over there I'm with the the way he the way he came back to the house though, that also could have told her everything she needed to know because it wasn't like it happened and then you know what I'm saying he came back drunk and happy. No, this nigga came back like I'm about, I gotta record everything that he's doing. You know what I'm saying? So it wasn't like, you know what I'm saying? Obviously something happened. Yeah. Yeah. I mean you could tell something happened and he wasn't happy about it, but at the same time they was having an argument because she was pregnant mm-hmm. and, and he ain't wanted to get pregnant. Yeah, and she set herself up. But see that that goes back to there there's a lot of shit because the thing is they went about it the adult way. Yeah. What I mean by the adult way is they didn't think about the, the the they were thinking about the ramifications of having a mixed child with their families being the way that their families was because mm-hmm. she made it seem like his family don't really fuck with her like that and then he's like yo yo dad he don't even want my opinion on things and all this type shit so they went about but it. That ain't the see that's and that's the only thing I don't like. That's not the same thing, bro. That's not the same thing at all. If your family don't mess with me, and then you bugging because somebody just don't want your opinion, nigga, that's not that's apples and oranges. This is this is true, but remember, he asked him the question: Do y'all plan on having babies? And he was like, "How do you plan on protecting those babies?" Mm-hmm. Now, I think what the father meant, what her father meant by that was, your baby's gonna go through some shit, mm-hmm. and I don't think he meant protect your baby as in the, the answer that Chris gave. It, it ain't got nothing to do with guns. That ain't the type of protection that he's talking but, about. Right, because Chris don't have to go through that type of thing. But yeah. what he didn't know was Chris was actually going through that type of thing. Yeah. <laughs> Pop, yeah. Pops didn't know all that. Pops didn't know all that because yeah. it's it's now it's very common down here. Like right. it's very common. Uh, it was it was pretty common in West Virginia as well. But like you know, so I know what he was talking about because my kids had different challenges, you know. But at the same time, they are considered black, and I teach them like, "Yo, you black? You know what I'm saying? That's all there's to it. I don't care how light you is, I don't, care, I don't care how curly your hair gets. You know what I'm saying? You're black. So like right. that's just that's just how it is. And I think that." They went about it of the way of like, but Chris made it seem like, yo, like, let's get ourselves together before we have kids. Right. And she's like, fuck that shit. Like, this is my thing. Like, just be honest about what you did. You stop taking the pills. Don't don't say you forgot a few. Like, 
once you start being like dishonest like that and that trust, that trust is going to go down. But I think anytime something traumatic like that happens in your life and you see that this other person is ride or die for you no matter what, I think that why Chris kind of forgot all about that plan shit because it's like, yo, this motherfucker just tried to kill us. <laughs> I just got shot. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like, yo, I love you. You my wife. Boom, boom, boom. We're going to have this family, all this type shit. But there's there's so much. Like, this movie is loaded with a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. Like, it really is. Like, you know what I'm saying? You got the race shit. You got the cop shit. You got mental health shit. You got <laughs> trauma. Because Abel had trauma. You know what I'm saying? With what he went through with his wife. And then, like, you got the whole scene where the girl is being rebellious and jumping in the pool. Even though she said, you can get in the pool anytime you want, but get permission from your dad. But she just jumped in the pool. And then, they look at this. She don't have a mother figure other than her aunt. But obviously, her aunt lives, I think, probably a couple hours away. Yeah. So... She was just talking to her about girl shit, mm-hmm. you know. So, is <clears throat> it, dude? There, there is a lot, and I'm, and I know I'm throwing a lot of angles out there. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just rambling right now, but so I'm shutting up. But go ahead, oh, my bad. Okay, so put yourself in Chris's shoes, right? Okay. Um, we lost scoops. Pretty sure he's gonna be back very soon. Very interested about the point that he's trying to make here. Put myself in Chris's shoes. Yeah, I'm sorry. Put yourself in. I, I got kicked out. I don't know how that happened, but put yourself in Chris's shoes, man. How would you respond to this whole situation, knowing everything that we know, beginning to end? Um, but knowing that this is something that you would have to go through, how would you respond to this? Somebody, you know what I'm saying, constantly being on, you know what I'm saying, your back about. I mean, basically because, you know what I'm saying, you're in an interracial relationship. I mean, look, I've been there. Mm-hmm. So, um, but the the only difference is, the only difference is, if I'm putting myself in Chris shoes being black, it's going to be very difficult for me if a white cop is fucking with me. <laughs> it's like, right. right. <laughs> that's going to be all bad. Yeah. Like all bad. So good point. Um I think Chris handled it the best way that he could because you can't really get bucked with a cop. Right. And 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 then they're always gonna take that word. And then in my case, it's, it's gonna be even worse because it's like they're gonna take the white cop word over me like mm-hmm. all day, every day. So I think Chris played it right for the simple fact of I'm I'm not going to I'm not going to, I'm not going to jump in on his empty threat because mm-hmm. he he always gave him empty threats. Yeah. And yeah. even even when they went walking like through the neighborhood or whatever and like he's talking to them about he's like, "Yo, I think they're running drugs out of this house." He's like, "There's a different car here every day." And Chris was just like, "Yo, what if it's what if they do a car dealership?" And mm-hmm. I think they kind of fucked Abel up. I think he was like, damn, man, think about that. Mm-hmm. But just the 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 empty threats that he would throw out to him when they would have their moment together, even when he was fixing the car, it, he did that shit on purpose. When he mm-hmm. made him, like, when he pulled that wrench back and you know, hit his yeah. finger. He was like, oh, man, you was a lot tougher than I thought. It's like, what the, what the, what the fuck, man? Like, like, what are you doing? Like, so it's to be in that type of situation because he tried to be helpful. He tried to be the perfect neighbor. Then he also did the whole thing of like, I don't know if I would have done this because I'm not like the get back person, but I think once it gets to a certain point, it's like, yo, you got to take action. Like when he shined the light back at his motherfucking house. Yeah, that was, that was, I like that. That was a good move. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's kind of like, Shit, do I want to fuck with this white dude like this? Cause <laughs> he might do some shit, and it's just like it just gets really out of control. But I think that Chris really did everything that he could do because what makes this movie different is the fact that he is a cop, and not yeah. only is he a cop, 
he's an older cop still doing patrol work. And it's like, right. dude, he gets a thrill out of this shit. Like he gets a a, a sort of a action junkie type of thing because like Javier said, like, yo, like I'm I'm gonna do the detective test because I don't wanna be on just regular patrol. Yeah. As you know, as a man of your age. I mean, Javier probably was like for this movie role. He probably late mid to late twenties, mm-hmm. and Sam is over here like fifty something, right? Still patrolling neighborhood, like 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 dude, like what are you really doing? It's like he don't try to elevate, he don't try to get a better position, and it's is it was just weird. So I think there was nothing really that Chris could do other than what he done. Mm-hmm. I mean, but at the end of the day, he protected his family, so. You know what I'm saying? But I'm going to throw the question back at you, man. What, what you doing in that position? I mean, me personally, man, that's one of those things to where you have to you have to really think three or four steps ahead. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I think that Chris played it to the best of his ability, um, knowing that it was a cop and everything else. But like you said, you know what I'm saying? If, if it was our shoes, then... It's a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it's a little different. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, um, yeah, I, I think he played it to the best of his ability. Me personally, man, I, I think that what I would do was try to get as much evidence as possible um, as I could on him. I would definitely, you know what I'm saying, be cautious from that first interaction that they had um, in the beginning. But outside of that, like, I mean, I don't, I don't really think as much you can do. You know what I'm saying? Like, Unless you get some some video and uh, photographic evidence, like what can you do? Yeah, and then it was two thousand and eight, so mm-hmm. it wasn't smartphones then. So he wasn't able to be like, "Yo, let me let me." Oh, he want me to walk down the street with him. Let me record this conversation. I mean, it it was possible to do it, like because two thousand eight they had phones that could do it, but the picture was gonna be so. So pixelated and grainy, bro. It was like, it. Yeah, it, yeah. Because you know, now, yeah. Now that I think about it, I think I think the first iPhone came out two thousand seven. Probably, but see, I had a, I had a, uh, I had a Nokia's uh, phone, a red Nokia phone with a camera on it. Well, I was just meaning like just to record the conversation, like just even if it's just audio. Yeah, it, you could do all that on there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, so yeah, so maybe maybe I would have done something like that. Like, mm-hmm. just try to like record the audio, and then because you know how, in the very beginning, he was saying like, you know, Abel be saying like, you know, certain things to me. And she was like, you, right. she was like, you don't know him, and he was like, I mean, no, I don't know him, but you ain't there when this motherfucker saying shit mm-hmm. to me. Like, you know, when you wake up, you're still gonna be white shit. Like, you you yeah. didn't hear that, so it's just like to. And I'm not meaning just for her. I mean, like for the fact of even when he would make those empty threats, you know. You but this is the thing: you take it to the cops, they're gonna be like, "Oh man, he he's been on the force for years." You know, like they're <clears throat> not just, they're not doing his job. He's just making sure the neighborhood's safe. Yeah. So it's 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 a real real tough situation, man. And do, do you think the mm-hmm. whole Wildfire thing need to be included in this movie. You said what? The whole wildfire thing needed to be included in this movie. Um, not necessarily. I think that it added a little bit more. Um, I think it added a little bit more drama to it because you know what I'm saying now that's something that they also have to worry about on top of having to worry about. Um, nosy ass Abel next door, but I mean, like, it really was. I mean, to me, I felt like, regardless if it was in there or out of there, it wouldn't have made a difference. Yeah, I mean, the only thing it made me say is like, now, like, I think about shit a little different. It's like, yo, do I want to buy a house in California where there's always like freaking wildfires and shit? It's mm-hmm. like you put your whole life savings into a house and then that bitch can just burn Man, down. Listen, it's you know, to have a house in California, especially northern California, is already uh it's a trick. 
because it could be rock slides, mud slides, wildfires, all earthquakes. Yeah, earthquake. Oh my god! It's like any if you live on the if you live on the coast in America, like you you just really don't care about whatever house you get. You don't care about your your property. You don't care about none of that. All that <laughs> don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man, I just, I just, you know, just the whole part of, but even, even, even when Abel got caught up, he's out there spraying his house and Chris finds the phone and I know it's a movie, but it's like for you to, but see, that's what I'm saying. Back then the phone was a little different. Like you probably just would, cause he had a flip phone. So he probably just opened it and answered it. Like he probably didn't even look at the number. You know what I'm saying, and so he he um he opens up the phone and you know says this Abel or Mister Turner whatever uh, whatever he said Officer Turner whatever, and Chris is like the fuck, and then he looks down and he sees that it's Clarence's number, and then like just the way that he took the gun out, he was like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> and then he tried to go over there with this excuse. Oh man, he. He he called. He threatened me earlier, and yeah. that's why he had my number. Let me get the fuck out of here, man. You could come up with a better excuse than that. That he threatened you earlier. Yeah. So, I don't know, but Sam is just man. He's a whole legend, man. He's a whole legend. Hey, I, look, here, I ain't gonna lie. He looked. He looked. He looked bulked up in this one, man. He looked like he was hitting the gym in this one. Uh, yeah, I mean he was he was he was. I mean he, he still younger. he still had the he still had the belly and all, but the arms, yeah. the arms was looking. You know what I mean? He like he was, you know what I'm saying? Hitting them curls and, and hitting that bench. Hey, hey, he might he might have did, man. He might have did. I mean, I think. I mean, Sam is already a big dude anyway. Yeah, like, but he but he like a he like a skinny big dude though. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, he's not. No, he's not fat in any sense. Like, right, right. But, right. but yeah, it's it's a, it's a different it's a different role. But I think that man, I I don't know what Sam can't do. Yeah. Well, I tell you what he can't do. Apparently, uh, he can't fool nobody into thinking that he don't got a gun because <laughs> <laughs> the way this movie ended, bro, was crazy. It was it, super it, crazy. Listen, it, it, the, the face off between him and Chris, <laughs> and then they got the, he got the police behind him. Now, see, this is what I'm talking about, bro. This is this is the thing that I'm talking about. Uh, the white man, right, is holding mm-hmm. a gun at a police officer. A police officer. They know he's a police officer. Well, only one of them knew he was a police officer. Regardless, he if one of them can vouch for him, they all should know. My man make a move. You know what the dude said to him? I don't care who you are, buddy. You move one more inch and putting a bullet in. <laughs> Meanwhile, this white man who he don't got no badge, he don't got nothing, is is steadily holding his gun at this cop. True. On, this this is true. I mean that there, there is some privilege there. Um and also none privilege that the privilege that we have. We can sit here and say we are a cop and you know, they're just like they're just like that commercial uh uh probably came out like two or three years ago where this dude he he got workout gear on, people looking at him funny. He go put on his, you know, regular attire. Everybody looking at him funny. He goes here, everybody looking at him funny. And then because he kept he's walking through different rooms and shit. And then at the end of the commercial, this motherfucker was a judge. And like the whole point of the commercial was yeah. like, yo, at the end of the day, when I'm out in the world, like I'm black. Like I can't take mm-hmm. this black skin off. And you judging me based on my appearance. And then at the end of the day, yeah. I hold one of the greatest jobs that you can hold. Mm-hmm. And it's like, even though you are a cop. At the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? 
Y'all can do all this little blue live shit all you want. If you a cop and you black, that blue don't matter for you. <laughs> I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Make it down. But you ain't got that uniform on. <laughs> you just a black man. You know what I'm saying? You're just a black man. And and all it took, all it took was for Chris to say something about his wife. And that's mm-hmm. why I say the trauma, the mental health that he dealt with after his wife cheated on him and died. He that's just like when somebody puts you on the stand and you know that key thing that uh all right, Sam L again. Mm-hmm. Motherfucking uh, a time to kill, mm-hmm. and they said, "Do you think he deserved?" He said, "Yeah, he deserved to die. He deserved to burn in hell." <laughs> 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 so, yeah. so it's like you know, as a lawyer or a prosecutor, how to get the other person off track. And he knew right. if I say something about his wife, he's gonna draw that gun, and he did. And that. Now he's a great shoot. He still got Chris in the shoulder. No, man. No. Regardless if he pulled the gun tonight, I think he was gonna get shot. You you thought that the, the cops wasn't gonna shoot him? The white man had the gun pointing at him the whole time, bro. And they didn't do nothing to this white man. Soon as Samuel Jackson made one move, they instantly started firing. Now they know that he's a cop. True, but he got one off. He got Chris first. Nah, nah bro. I'm not with that. Okay, that but white did, man, that but, white man held him at gunpoint with no badge, no nothing. This is true. And I'm not saying and, you won't. And he he had Carrie Washington on the ground on her knees crying. And they still ain't say nothing about that. Nah, bro. He deserved to get shot. He did get shot. Good. But what I'm saying is those cops was gonna shoot. Him because what if that bullet would have hit one of the cops and would have hit Chris? Nah, man. They gonna protect themselves at the end of the day. What they should have did was shoot Chris. That's what they should have did. <laughs> at the end of the day, it's a movie. So, but I mean, nah, because it happens in real life too. So, what am I talking about? Uh, but nah, it was. It was it was a it was an interesting movie, man. Um, uh, because there 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 are a lot of different angles that you can take of the events that actually went down in this, and it's one of those movies that that shit had you thinking. Like you put yourself. That's the thing about paranormal scary movies, right? Like par- yeah. paranormal horror movies. It's like a lot of the times they don't be like quote unquote scary. Is if you were put into that situation, yeah, that's what makes it scary, and that's the same thing about this movie. It's like if you're put in a situation where you just got this fucked up neighbor and he's a cop mm-hmm. and he's with the smoke, it's like, what do you do? And you know and that you feel about it. Yeah, that's what makes it. That's what makes this movie. That's what makes it great for the fact of like putting yourself in this person's shoes and be like, how am I going to handle this? That's right. like when people say, oh man, if they would have put me back in the 1800s, I wouldn't have done no slave work. It's like, okay, you thinking with the mindset that you have right now, it's like if you was there in that time and thinking the way you think, it's like this shit ain't as easy as you think it is. This is like Oh, why well, just run away? It's like motherfucker. There's laws in every like. If you in Florida, you gotta go through Florida, Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina. It's like you gotta go a long way before that shit ain't legal no more. So it's like it ain't as easy as that shit sounds. So yeah, so it's it's a uh, you put yourself in you put yourself in Chris's shoes, Chris and uh, what's her name? What's her name Lisa. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. You put yourself in Chris and Lisa's shoes, man. It's, it's very, it's very difficult, man. Yeah, big time, big time. Um, man, I listen. I that just that scene, it just resonated with me, man, because it was just super crazy just to see that white dude point that gun basically with with no uh with no reprieve, man. It was crazy. So, fire flame time. Yes, sir.
Let's do it. Yoga fire. Yoga flame. All right, so man, um, for everybody that's new to the show, we do fire flames. Um, basically, our rating for each movie or TV show um, that we review, and of course, um, five is the best, one is the worst. So uh, you, go, I think I did the last one. Yeah, I got you. Okay. Um, wow, this is gonna be interesting because. It was. This is not something that I just watch, just to watch. Um, I actually haven't seen this movie in a while uh, since I watched it for this. So it's one of those movies that I don't want to call it forgettable, but it's not the most for me. It's not the most rewatchable. But mm-hmm. going back, but going back and watching it again. There was some good things about it. Um, there, there wasn't anything that's just like, "Yo, this shit don't make sense." Right. You know, it, it wasn't. It wasn't anything like that. The only thing that didn't make sense was the fact that Abel is still just a regular patrol cop, and why he didn't want to advance. But, um, but as far as the movie, the cast, the cast was, you know, it was, it was all right. It really only got four. No, for me, only really four noticeable people. Right, uh, but even the fourth person, um, wait a minute, who am I talking about? Well, the fourth person is Vanessa Calloway for me, but she, I mean, it was quick though. It was really quick. I like Jay Hernandez, man. He he yeah, he's, he's, he's he slept on out here. He had he, a, he had a nice little run, like in the the mid two. I mean, the mid like two thousand tens. He was yeah. doing some things. He was doing some things. He was, and he got he got one sleeper right there. Uh. Under the radar movie. Uh, I don't know if I don't even know if you've seen it. A movie called Crazy Beautiful. Oh uh, no, nah, I thought you were talking about the movie where uh, I forgot what it's called, but he, they found all that cocaine in the house that they just bought, and then people came to uh, get their cocaine back. I don't know what that is, but it sounds like something up Kalito's way because he he did he redid Kalito's way. No, um, it ain't Carlito's way. It's it's like him and his girl. Um, just real quick, him and his girl. Um, they get a house, and um, when they you know move in and everything else like that, they supposed to be he's supposed to be like redoing something in the house. So he hit the wall, and when he hit the wall, it's just like a whole bunch of cocaine and money behind the walls. Oh shit! Whew, but I don't know if you hit the jack. It might be called like Stash House or something like that. Oh man, that's a scary situation. Um, but uh, yeah, he he a, a sneaky good actor, man. Uh, he's yeah. one of those one of those one people sleep on. Um, but at the end of the day, man, I'm gonna man, this is tough, man. It's 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 four material, but for me, I'm gonna give it a three point five. Okay. Um, okay. just okay. just because of the the rewatchable quality that it is for me, because at the end of the day, I'll probably never watch it again. Right. Right. Um, for me, man, I like this movie. Um, you know, you already know how I feel about Sam Jackson, man. Goat. You know what I'm saying? He's just one of those dudes that no matter what he gets in, um, he's gonna make it a thousand times better. Uh I think to me, this is this might be one of my favorite Samuel Jackson movies. Um The whole thing to me was super interesting. The, like I said, I think this is one of the best roles that he's played. I, I feel like he played Evil Shaft in this one. Um, Kerry Washington, you know what I'm saying, amazing. Um, I already forgot what the husband's name is, but I think he did a great job too as well. Uh, Patrick Wilson. Yeah. Um, but um, Jay Hernandez did a great job, of course, with, with the small time that he had. And then I thought it was also dope because – with them being the four main people, you really don't have to worry about, you know what I'm saying, too many people being in the in the limelight. Like, like the kids, they did a good job as well, but they was barely in it. But those four being, the, or I'm sorry, those three, because really Jay Hernandez wasn't in it a lot either. But those three being in it, you know what I'm saying, it just made a, it made for a great movie. 
And I, I thought that they did a heck of a job. You know what I'm saying? But for me, uh, I might say a four, man. Yeah, hey, man. Like I said, the, the script was good. The actors was good. It's just... It's just one of those ones, like, I mean, you already know what's my damn, like, he, Sam is just, bruh, he's he just legend, man, but, but, you know, oh, um, but, you know, the negotiators and my shit, like, yeah. yeah, damn, have we even done that on here? I don't even think we have. I remember just talking no. about it when we yeah. did, uh, the appreciation episode, but, mm-hmm. that is, dude, I just watched that shit the other day for no reason, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> Like I, I I was just going through and it was on something. It was on something because you know how shit it'd be on the scrimmage server then it pop off. It was on something, and I just said shit. Fuck it, but that's my shit. I just watched this shit. I was like, man, I fucking love this movie. Um, but yeah, man, he 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 gives. But the, I ain't gonna get into it. But yeah, but I ain't mad at it, man. Um, yeah. but he he did, but he did a, a phenomenal job though. And then, yeah, so. So, man, what we got? We got Coming Soon? Yes, sir. Coming Soon. Coming Soon. All right. So, um, next episode, um, man, listen, we, wow, this is going to be one of those episodes <laughs> where I don't even know if we're going to be able to get through this one in peace, bro. I'm not going to lie to you. No. And I'm not looking forward to us not getting through it in peace. Because I'm telling you, when we when we do comedies, yeah, yo, yeah, buddy. So, uh, so we go. We are the Millers, man, or we're the Millers. I'm sorry, I said we are. The yeah, Millers. we're the Millers. We're yeah, the Millers, Jason Sudeikis, Jennifer Nicole Aniston. Um, oh, what's my girl name? Which 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 one? Which one is she? Uh, she's a. Uh damn, what's her name? Emma um Emma is it Emma Stone? Is this one Emma Stone? No, Emma no, Stone. Emma I think it's Emma Watson. Yeah. No, no, wait, it ain't Watson. She's Watson. the other one. It ain't Emma Stone. Emma Stone is Yeah, the, Emma Stone is the redhead. Redhead, yeah. Why can't I remember her name? Emma uh, Roberts. Emma Roberts, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I knew it was so one of them Emmas. <laughs> man, listen, this is this is one of these ones to where I tell you, bro, this is nonstop laughing. Oh my god, no regrets. Like, <laughs> hey, on, man. hey, this my motherfucker, man, my man got bitten the joint by the spider. Hey, this motherfucker, this motherfucker put a a bay mask up his Man, I'm telling you, oh man. man! Oh, this is gonna be fun. Yeah, this is gonna, gonna be, be fucking joint. fun. This is gonna be the joint, man. So y'all stay tuned. Friday, man, we coming at y'all with another episode. It's gonna be a good one. It's gonna be uh, a lot of laughs. I'm gonna tell you this right now. So y'all might want to turn your volume down just a tad bit. <laughs> it's, gonna it's gonna be some real laughs in this one, man. Oh but, um, man, I'm ready for it. Man, I'm trying to tell you. But thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for tuning in. As usual, we do appreciate you. For any uh, first-time listeners, we hope you stay. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Um, you guys can find me at Scoots Bronson on Twitter, Scoots Bronson underscore TV um, on Instagram. You can also find us. I'm sorry. You can also go to my um, other podcast, 15 Minutes of Fame. And I've, I've been working on it. I've been working on it. And you can finally go get some new shirts from me at um, ovop.storeenvy.com. The, the link will definitely be in the show notes. So make sure you guys go check that out. I got a bunch of graphic T-shirts that I designed myself. Um, you can order them, get them sent to you and everything else. So you guys go check that out. Go show that some love. Um, make sure you go follow us on Instagram at viewanonpod. Make sure you go to Facebook, follow us as well. Join up in the group, VA Pod Watch Group. That's what's up, man. Congratulations on that, Thank man. You, sir. Um, Thank can't you, wait sir. to see it. So uh y'all can find me at S. Foster 8 on Instagram and Twitter. Um 28 minutes or less pod on Instagram, 28 minutes or less on Facebook. Nothing new for 28 minutes or less at the moment, but 
like I say, I need to change the name of that shit to Spur of the Moment because that's when I do that shit. A lot of times it'd be Spur of the Moment. <laughs> that's not a bad idea, bro. That's, I'm that's telling you, man. Because it just be like, dude, like an idea just pop up in my head. Boom, I just do a pod just like that. So That's, that, that's um, actually fire. It's Doc Foster, Spur of the Moment. That's, that's all right. I like that sound. <laughs> <laughs> that got a nice ring to it. I'm telling you, I might have to, I might have to change that shit, man. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, you know, but you know, when you talk to the guy, uh, JD Oracle, man, you know, mm-hmm. he done had to do it a few times, and yeah. you know, it's worked out, it's worked out for him, man. Yeah. So you know, I don't know, man. Y'all, y'all might, y'all might, might get a change name uh, up in here, but, but yeah. Uh, so I could could be an episode coming out, might not. You never know, but. Mm-hmm. We will definitely be here Friday. Cool, man. Cool. So, um, man, listen, make sure, you know what I'm saying, y'all stay tuned. Um, like I said, we got an episode coming out for y'all Friday. And um, like they said, Hollywood, man, that's a wrap. Cut. <laughs>